Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. So grateful to be back in. Oh my God, man. We're going to talk about big ideas for relationships, all relationships. You know what? Because to be honest with you, the aliveness, which is our vitality, the passion, enthusiasm, and the excitement that already always says like, I feel that vibrant connection with joy in life. That's what we want to feel on a consistent basis, right? Connection which is another one, connection with selves, connection with others, meaning, which, you know, the doing the things that actually matter and growth, meaning mastering our lives, our key skills and growing in our lives. All of these are very, very important, right? But to be honest with you, there's one that stands out and it's meaning. You know, I believe that Valentine's you know, it being just yesterday, dumb as hell. You know, I got some cu- a couple of messages, uh, messages, and people are like, "Oh, happy Valentine's," and I'm just like, "Nah, okay." If you, I, I don't need a, a superstition for me to celebrate my relationship. I do that on a consistent basis, and so let this day be one where you get the opportunity to evaluate every relationship in your life. You know, it's kind of like me thinking about the quality of the relationship with my girlfriend. You know, uh, if you're in an intimate partner or relationship or think through relationships in general, you know, think on three levels, right? Think about the other person's satisfaction, the other person's joy and happiness with the relationship, the health of the relationship and how you interact with that person. Now, remember, this isn't just about like being in a relationship. This is like your relationships with friends and people in general. Like what is the satisfaction with you and your best friend's relationship? How about the health of that best friend? You know, that best friendship. How do you interact on a consistent basis? I think one thing that really startled me probably about 12, 13 years ago is I couldn't have real conversations with my best friend, Andre. Every time I tried speaking about something real, he would always joke. And there were times where I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even going to tell you anything anymore because you think everything's a fucking joke. See that the health of that relationship back then before he ended up moving to New York in September of 2010, it was dire. But to be honest with you now, me and Andre, of course, me and him are not in our early 20s anymore. You know, we're in our damn near mid 30s. Me and him now, we have very, very deep talks. I remember one of the deepest conversations we ever had was when I brought him onto my podcast back in 2018. And it was about him representing Puerto Rico, international guest speaker, best friend, Andre. And he told me some things I didn't even know. He told me some things that were just so deep. And that relationship ended up forming something that I never had with uh, one of my closest friends back in childhood, his uh, brother by the name of June, Filipino. And he was about what, uh, man, this, uh, you know, I just thought I was always a nuisance to him. The older brother of my best friend, Mark, at the time, we're talking 2000, 2001, 2002. He either, he was just very quiet or his ego was just so insane. Right. But he was just one of those very quiet people, real cool guy at times, but very rare, but it's crazy because he said, oh, I ended up, uh, you, you know, he added me on Facebook and I'm like, holy shit this is insane. Like I haven't spoken to this guy in maybe like 16 years. And we ended up having a real deep conversation. 
about all things. And I said, wow, dude, thank you so much for adding me. And I realized so many things about like, even like relationships and past and stuff like that. I realized a number of things that when you're able to just have that realness, that real relation, like that real talk, that much deeper than anything you've ever had before with that specific individual, it makes you realize that, you know, just having that talk alone was just such an incredible feat at that specific moment in my life. And I can't even remember what month it was. Again, I had already, I think I believe I just turned 30, if I'm not mistaken, uh, at the time. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I just turned 30 or something like that. But to have a deep conversation like that with someone I had known for a long time, but never had a real deep conversation with at any point was huge for me. And so that constant acknowledgement and that appreciation of that runs really deep. And it makes you realize, wow, that type of deep conversation with someone who has been around for such a long time and who I hadn't spoken to in years. And all of a sudden, here he is before my eyes. And we're having an amazing conversation like that. You know, if you think of the ideas and now switching focus, going back to relationship that I actually have, you know, it's going back to that constant acknowledgement, you know, uh, of, of, of appreciation of my girlfriend. You know, um, you know, today I was like, you know, I just want to say thank you so much. And, you know, I throw little things at her, hints at her. And I'm like, hey, let's go. Let's go have a dinner at our favorite restaurant. And she gets so happy. And I'm like, see, it's those constant little things that mean that makes such a difference. Right. Because it's so easy to take people for granted, especially in the long term, especially people in complacency was to get married. That's it. It's just like, OK, well, let's just live a boring, crazy, a little bit of a boring life. Fuck that. You know, we have a tendency of forgetting and acknowledging thoughts, feelings, dreams, and, you know, the the separateness that one needs, uh, the individual identities that we need within relationships, the mindset, the desires, our own will. And it's easy to forget because we always think about what we want. So whatever relationships, whether it's with your son, your daughter, your spouse, your peers, your coworkers, give gratitude for them, helping you. Switching focus, going to something that just happened today. Under Armour finally made their shipment to Thailand stores about these masks that they haven't been here for more than a year. And, you know, I hurry up and called, um, you know, I called my girlfriend. She's like, okay, let me call. Hey, listen, they got it. I already reserved one for you. Uh, you can pick it up at 4 p.m. I said, okay, oh my God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. And then I called my job and I said, hey, uh, listen, can I can, can you pick that up? Can you do that for me? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Can you transfer? OK, I got you. And she's like, hey, you know, you got to give them some gratitude. I said, oh, yeah, we're going to get coffees for them. You know, it's the little things taking care of people when they need to be taken care of, not because of that, but just, you know, going back to that Jamie Foxx movie that he made probably in 2000, where the girl, you know, his his girlfriend at the time was like, you know what? A relationship is when you just give roses on a Wednesday just because it's Wednesday you know that's everything you know taking care of your kids thanking for being in a relationship those little things that you do throughout the day even the hardship how much they work give lead try you need to call out and appreciate those things praise those things 
praise your partner. You know what research has shown that five times, you, if you're in a relationship, you have to speak five times more than what you, you speak of negative items, okay? You're going to have to speak five times more, like five times one. So one negative, but you're gonna have to praise them five different times. That praise is a constant need in most relationships. I realized quality time. You know, I had her do her little uh, her little thing because I was like, hey, I found out my love language. And, she, and I think hers was 71% quality time. That quality time is everything, everything. And so that's what you're going to have to do. And not be complacent. The next thing is don't take everything so personal. A lot of people, and I've said this so many times, people get offended by every other little thing. You know, and it's because we just struggle with maturity. See, the more you realize in relationships and understand and that having that empathy, that empathy for them, you don't have to always interpret things to be a constant threat. Right. And it's really hard because you can't have a serious or deep conversation with someone because they always get triggered like my brother. That was a real, that was a relationship, man. I remember, I think the only two deep conversations I ever had with him was in 2012 when I had to ask him if I could borrow $20 and I would pay him back because my checks just were not clear. My checks, I had the money, but they were going into an account that was totally bogus. Um, in 2009, when I broke up with my first uh, girlfriend at the time, when I met her, what, two, oh, 15 years ago, man, I was a fucking kid. And going into early 2009, I got closer with my brother and my sister. And 2003, to be honest with you, I can only remember maybe three deep conversations I ever had with him. And it's because he took everything so personal. Anytime I would give advice, forget about it. He would get angry. If the sky is red, it's red to him. If you say it's blue, uh, get ready to fight. And so that's the next one. So this one is, or I'm sorry, the next one is learning to argue. And I hate to say this. I hate to say this because I don't believe that. And, uh, and again, Jay Shetty had made a video a while back saying, you got to argue in relationships. And I just thought, what? Intentionally argue? Really? But to be honest, me and my girlfriend, we, we have little small arguments, never big disagreements. It's always about <laughs> driving. <laughs> so I'm like, stay here. She's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I remember one time, you know, she's going to make a U-turn. I was like, what the hell are you doing? And she started screaming. And I'm like, you're going to get us killed. Look at these cars flying at us. And then after five seconds, I said, I'm so sorry. It's just, you were in the middle of the road and I got scared. She's like, I understand that. But in the, after that, it was okay. See those arguments, you know, and it, it, it always makes me realize, okay, Arsenio, you kind of went overboard, but next time don't do this. Don't do that. So maybe you need to take classes, read books on relationships, you know, and again, learn how to grow. It's kind of like, you know, sometimes I'm just going to ask her, Hey, you know, do you feel like I gave you quality time today? She'll probably say, huh? Do you feel like I gave you quality time today? Do you feel that? And she's probably going to say, oh, you know, and then I'll have to hear the feedback from her, but I have to be prepared for it and not to be triggered by it, not to take everything so personal. 
you know? And so the next one, social life, I think this one's incredibly important. And I'm going to tell you something that had happened probably 14 years ago in my first relationship. So each individual must have friends and connection outside the relationship. That's all there is to it, right? You need to be able to go out and see other human beings, right? Creating that holistic and that whole centered life, that independence, interdependence. And it's vital in keeping a, you know, a, a, a relationship healthy. You know, sometimes my friend, you know, my girlfriend, uh, you know, I'm upstairs. And it, there was one time where I'm like, hey, I don't want to go downstairs. She's like, why? Why don't you want to go down this and that? And I just felt so bad and everything. But then I saw them again. All these different things had happened because with her friends, I misinterpreted something and misinterpreted some language. And I just said, you know what? I'm leaving. And so <laughs> I went upstairs for a little bit and then. She got all emotional because she's like, oh, you don't care. And da, da, da. Not a number of different things. And I totally understand her from her perspective. But, you know, she goes out with her coworkers sometimes. I'm just like, OK, you know, and and again, because obviously, you know, I still live at my condo. I don't live at home, but you got to have that life, too. You know, I remember last um Last year, I'm going to give you two stories. Last year, no, two years ago, I had a friend from the Honduras. Her name was Yanin. And I met her the first time. We threw back some beers and stuff. Amazing time. Just right there on the main road. It was like, it was, it was 2020, maybe September. Uh, and then I saw her again, not, probably two, three weeks later. And we ended up going to an amazing Mexican restaurant. And the thing is, there was one, one of these stations wasn't open. So we had to walk a little bit. But when we got there, we went to the back and I'm like, dude, I really like this place. And me and her would just laugh and we're talking so much shit. She's over here ordering crazy tequila shots. She's like a director at international school. So she makes a ridiculous amount of money. And she's like, okay, let's get some tacos. Let's get this. Let's get this. And the next thing you know, people started coming in. You started seeing beautiful Cubanas and Colombianas and all these other people. And I'm like, dude, this is awesome. And so, you know, we ended up that that ended up being the last time I ever went out and I went salsa dancing. This is before I had gotten tinnitus, although my tinnitus is pretty much gone. Uh, I really don't even I, I rarely hear it now. So, you know, but, you know, that was and, you know, my you know, my, she wasn't my girlfriend at the time, but she's like, yeah, you need to go out. And she always tells me, you need to get friends. And going back to the last story, like I told you, there were two stories. Last story, my girlfriend, I told her to make friends because you, she doesn't have any friends. She had trust issues with women because obviously she has some deep trauma. And I didn't, man, I was, what, eight, 19 at the time. I didn't know anything about trauma. But she has some deep trauma. She didn't have any friends. And I said, dude, go out there and go make some friends. She made a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she made a motherfucking boyfriend. I said, well, well, I guess that's one way of making friends. Um, it, yeah, that was really, really funny, though. It was the greatest thing that ever happened because I went to Australia 2009. That ended up being one of the most amazing years of my life. 2009 was unbelievable. And it was really hard because obviously the financial, all that, uh, you know, the financial crisis and stuff. But wow, I met USA soccer, beating it up on Spain, almost beating Brazil and World Cup qualifying, joining dental assistant, making some amazing friends and stuff like that. But going back to her, we every when I went out with one of my friends, her name was Chandra, a Filipino girl at the time, 14 years ago. You know, my girlfriend, she apparently went to my job crying, saying that 
I did this. I did that. And my boss at the time was like, dude, your girlfriend ran in here. I said, what? Yeah, she was crying. She's so insecure. She saw a picture of you on Facebook with one of your friends and she just went crazy. And I said, oh, my God. Now, has that ever and will that ever happen with my current girlfriend? Absolutely not. And it's I don't know. Is it maturity? Is it growth? Is it this? Is it that? Is it trust? It's a number of different things. But goodness me, like even if I posted a photo with someone else and you know, and I, you know, I posted a photo of some of my students or this or that. She wouldn't, she wouldn't give a damn. And so you got to learn, you got to learn to somehow have that individual life, whether it's in your family, whether it's with your friends, you're this, you're that, you got to have that interdependence within a relationship. And then number five, learn to work together, support one another, sit down on Sundays and talk through the week. Hard challenge. You know, you might have a hard challenge, might have some big goals. You're on the journey together. You're not totally separate, right? Now, the thing is, a lot of people, they don't communicate what they're working on. Kind of like me, you know, as a matter of fact, just yesterday was one of the most critical things that ever happened to me this year so far. Vulnerability. And with my girlfriend, I tell her, I said, to be honest with you, I think I found something. And I told her, I said, you know what, to be honest with you, I believe that there are two things. One, I'm attaching my, I'm tying up my identity with the attention of others and how attentive they are to me, such as the gym. I go there. If they don't talk to me, I feel really bad when they don't talk to me. And I say, oh, that gym is terrible. It's kind of like today, made the assumption. Nobody, I mean, uh, the staff members, not very open, you know, when I went there, but I did a pretty good workout. I, and this is the first CrossFit gym I went to in this area. Really nice place, really nice bathroom and everything. Uh, but there was really no human connection. I need that human connection. But again, I would say in the past, oh my God, this gym is so terrible just because I didn't get attention. That's one thing that hits my confidence. Another thing is I realized that when I do make money, even when I made the big lump sums of money and I just had another affiliate sale for the first time, you know, when these things happen, I tell myself, but am I really happy? Because if I'm not happy with the one extra dollar versus the $1 million, I keep attaching my, I'm del- it feels like I'm delaying happiness as if I will be happy when I make this or make this or make this. I'm attaching my, my, my confidence or my bank account to, to a delayed happiness. And I was able to share that with her. And she said, you know, to be honest with you, I think it's, it comes from when you were a kid, when you were a kid, money didn't come. And so you like to hold on to it. And I'm like, well, that's a good point. She's like, yeah, you know, you like to hold on to it. And, you know, and, and you're scared that if you don't hold on to it, that you're going to end up being poor. And I said, well, that, that's, a, that's a phenomenal point. I thought I had gotten over the limiting belief and I went through this type of therapy, like, um, what is it? The, um, what is it? Uh, the limiting belief therapy. I believe that's what it's called or healing sessions. What I did with Mira, Mira Butler. And I went through these different things uh, with her and I'm like, listen, 
when it comes to obviously what I got going on, I need, you know, she tells me whatever limited belief you have, just do it. And we're going to focus on it. I remember I went through a funk for about one to two weeks, but then that's when my online business started taking off in 2020. And I was so grateful for it. And so, but I still believe that there is a little bit of a cinch because to be honest with you, I shouldn't have to say, I got this money. I made this for the month. That's that it feels like I'm attaching. I'm delaying my happiness and I will be happy only if I get this. And even when I get that, I'll still won't be happy because I feel like I could do more. That is something I'm going to have to overcome over the next month. And that's something I'm going to be working on, which is really exciting. But again, I'm very vulnerable with my girlfriend. And I told her about that. She's like, oh, don't worry. You know, I'm with you. It's going to take time. And I'm like, oh, man, this is good. But and I told her, I said, but you see, when we're upgrading the house and we're doing things, it's not like I'm counting my money. You remember a year ago, I was much more stringent with my money. I didn't want to do this. I was with this money or this or this. But now you see, I'm really letting it go more often. So I'm actually getting better and I'm trusting the process that even though I let this amount go today, there are, there's going to be double that comes in. And so learning to work together. And I'm not talking about just relationships. I'm talking about with your family, your brothers, your, your sisters, your friends, those relationships in general, that vulnerability and being able to share that with other folks, man, it's a beautiful thing. So I'm going to be updating you in terms of that limited belief. And let's see if we can overcome that. But nonetheless, I am so grateful again for another wonderful episode that I've just given you today. Again, how to form deep relationships. You got the pointers. And so here it is. And I'll be coming back with another episode over and out.